Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Wednesday, February 13th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, Chief Brexit Negotiator Ollie Robbins accuses Theresa May of bluffing on Brexit. U.S. President Donald Trump opens the door to extending trade talks with China. And more than 7 million Americans are now 90 days behind on their car payments. Then the FT's Madomita Mergia explains how computers can still employ all the same biases as humans when making decisions. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. Prime Minister Theresa May has said that if members of Parliament don't support a new Brexit treaty, the UK will leave the EU without a deal. Now her chief negotiator, Ollie Robbins, has allegedly said she's bluffing. ITV News reported that Mr. Robbins was overheard in a Brussels hotel bar, claiming that MPs would be presented with a different choice in the last week before Brexit Day, which is March 29th. Either back the Prime Minister's deal or face a lengthy Brexit delay. Downing Street hasn't denied the comments. Some hardline Eurosceptics want a clean-break, no-deal Brexit. But they could be swayed if they felt that a March 29th exit would be snatched away from them. Earlier on Tuesday, Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn also accused Mrs. May of running down the clock. She's playing for time and playing with people's jobs, our economic security and the future of our industries. Mrs. May said she'd meet with European Commission President Jean-Claude Juncker again before the end of February. And she promised that MPs would be able to vote on February 27th over a way forward if her government failed to win approval for an exit deal with the EU by then. U.S. President Donald Trump has opened the door to extending trade talks with China. If we're close to a deal where we think we can make a real deal and it's going to get done, I could see myself letting that slide for a little while. That's him in a cabinet meeting on Tuesday. Several senior U.S. officials were scheduled to hold a new round of talks with their Chinese counterparts in Beijing this week. Washington has managed to get some concessions from China so far, but the U.S. has still struggled to get commitments on big structural reforms from Beijing. On March 1st, tariffs on $200 billion of Chinese imports to the U.S. are due to increase from 10% to 25%. Before the president's comments on Tuesday, U.S. officials had said that deadline wouldn't shift. Mr. Trump was also considering a new summit with Chinese President Xi Jinping at the end of February, but he's since ruled that out as well. And the number of U.S. borrowers who are seriously behind on their car loans rose to the highest level on record in 2018. More than 7 million Americans are now 90 days behind and considered seriously delinquent on car loan payments. That's over 1 million more people than the previous peak in 2010, according to a report from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. Those numbers have been driven by borrowers with the lowest credit scores. Close to 8.2% of borrowers with credit scores below 620 became seriously delinquent last year. Most agencies consider a score of more than 700 to mean good quality credit. But the transition into serious delinquency also rose for slightly higher quality borrowers, with credit scores between 620 and 720. That's a sign that conditions are getting worse for some consumers, despite a strong labor market and continued wage growth. Car loans are seen as a barometer of the health of consumer credit because many people in the U.S. need a car to get to work. That generally means they prioritize car payments over other consumer borrowing. And here's a closer look at a story we're following. Plenty of businesses use algorithms to make decisions for things like recruiting new talent or determining a customer's credit score. 
In simple terms, algorithms are just a set of rules a computer follows in making decisions. It's something we'd expect to be completely free of bias. After all, it's just a computer. But algorithms can operate with the same bias as humans, and researchers are trying to figure out new ways to eliminate that bias. The FT's European technology correspondent, Madumita Mergia, says biased algorithms can create nightmare scenarios. So Amazon decided to roll out a same-day delivery service for members of Prime, which is their subscription option. So they picked the different cities that they were going to roll out the same-day delivery. But within those cities, they had to use an algorithm to decide exactly where would be best to do it. And this was based on a bunch of variables like where the most number of Prime members lived and where there would be the most demand and where they had delivery partners who could actually get it out to people on the same day. But what ended up happening was the neighborhoods that were excluded from the service turned out to be particularly low-income neighborhoods, and in many cases, far more non-white residents than white. What looked like it happened was that the algorithm made a biased decision based on race and income, even though that might not have been what Amazon actually intended. So the goal of using algorithms to make decisions that otherwise humans would make is that algorithms are supposedly far more accurate. And this is because, you know, they're mathematical models and they purely look at data, draw inferences and patterns from data, and they're objective, they're consistent, they're not dependent on the vagaries of human emotion and mood. And so you would expect that they would always make a sort of fair and consistent decision. And of course, they're a lot cheaper to build and implement than a bunch of humans. So how does that bias end up working itself into an algorithm? Yeah, that's a great question because an algorithm itself can't be biased because, you know, humans write the rules for the algorithm. They tell it what they wanted to optimize in terms of an outcome, and that's what it's going to do. So really where the bias comes in is from the data that we feed the algorithms when we're training them. Any algorithm can only be as good as the data that is being fed into it. And of course, Even after the training happens, there are a range of decisions that humans make when they decide, for example, what they want to optimize. And each of those steps, we could have decisions that are made that are biased that creep into it. Hmm. And there are some researchers that are trying to combat bias in algorithms. Can you tell us what they're doing? So one of the simplest ways to do this is to increase transparency. This is really important because machine learning algorithms come up with a conclusion and spot patterns by finding their own connections. So often the people who write these algorithms have no idea how they actually work. So they're called black box algorithms. And because of this, if bias does creep in, even the designers of the algorithms don't really know why or how. And so if we're able to find a way to increase transparency and explain a little bit more about how these algorithms came to their conclusions, it means that we might also be able to spot bias. One of the ways that people are doing this is to create uh, intermediate steps where the algorithm shows an output so you can kind of see its workings. And another way is called the counterfactuals. 
variables method where basically you can play around with the variables. So say, for example, gender is a variable. You could swap male for female and see if the outcome changes. And that's another way to increase transparency. There are several other more complex ways uh, in which people are trying to consider and remove bias, which include a way to discount or ignore very sensitive information like race or gender or sexuality, depending on what the algorithm is looking at. So is it possible? Can we ever remove all bias from computer decisions like this? So I don't believe that there's ever going to be a perfect algorithm. And this is what people who've been studying and writing these programs for years say. The problem is when we rely on machines to make decisions for us, we expect that they achieve this ideal, this 100% accuracy, this model of perfection. But actually, in reality, we will never get there because human behavior and the data that feeds back through it is always going to be unpredictable and the decisions are going to be imperfect. So the real question is, can algorithms make better, fairer, more accurate and less biased decisions than humans who currently make them today. And if we can show that they are significantly better than humans, then that's all we can really hope to achieve. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today we'll be watching UK inflation figures from the Office for National Statistics. And in Washington, the House Committee on Energy and Commerce will hear from T-Mobile and Sprint executives on their proposed merger and how it might affect customers, employees, and the wireless industry. On Tuesday, nine U.S. senators sent a letter to the Department of Justice and to the Federal Communications Commission urging the regulators to block the deal. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news. 